Welcome back to Herald Review Outside the Box Podcast. I'm sports reporter Joey Wagner. We're sports editor Justin Kahn. Uh, we are back for our second part with the voice of IHSA State Track, Matt Pyshinski. I'll get it one of these days, Matt, I promise you. <laughs> I did it last week, too. Well, let's talk a little bit about last weekend because our Herald Review area had a really big week, specifically Dalen Schweitzer. I mean, what an individual performance. What can you say about her performance? Oh, yeah, she... She fired on all cylinders. When you get 35 points and you lead your team to a trophy, you cannot ignore it. She she answered the call, and um, you know Saint Teresa was only a point out of second place in what was a fairly close competition. I mean, the top six teams were all within. 13 points of each other, which means from second to sixth, you were just within one win. And Schweitzer did everything she could in order to secure that trophy by one point over Bureau Valley. Yeah, I thought the the competition between her and Kinley Nettles, that set the stage for next year already. I mean, those two were in three events together, toe-to-toe. I think that's going to be a fun thing to look forward to a year from now. Oh, yeah. Uh, Arthur Lowington, Atwood Hammond. Yep. Coming up in eighth place again, you know, Nettles is a, she's a force to be reckoned with. And um, she's, she's really accomplished there in the sprints for a sophomore. It was very, uh, very impressive to watch her as she lined up. So she, I think she scored in all four events. She did. In those 26 uh, points for Arthur. She did, and then, and then bigger school, we had Tina Martin. I thought she turned in a, a really, I mean, she was dominant in those sprints. She really was. Yeah, the Martin sisters left their mark. You know, we saw them last year, and we knew that they were going to, you know, medal. We saw them last year, and then this year to get two firsts and a fourth between them. I hope they're able to go off to the same school, be teammates, kind of work out the package together. But they, they put Eisenhower on the map. Uh, they're in 2A for this year. Um, it was fun to introduce them together, too, when you saw them in the, in, on the blocks together. And, uh, you know, they, uh, they, uh, they settled it without a doubt in the 100 and in the, let's see, I think it was the 200, 200. that you had that one go down for uh, Tina, Tina Martin. Yep, it was. They're they're both going to Eisenhower. Or Eisenhower. They're both going to Harvard together, and they were one and two Yay. in their class. And uh, they 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 really turned in a great performance. And they graduated right after that. So it was a big day for the Martins. Um, yeah, Matt. You know, obviously, you know, those are great performances. And 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 Schweitzer, You know, what was it? Two first, uh, a third, a third, and a, 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 a three first, right? High jump, number three hundred. Two yeah. firsts, a second, and a third. And, and a third grade. So, uh, you know, I, that kind of just brings my mind to, what is, is there a performance or two that you can really remember from, from the girls' meet that, that maybe stands out to you as, as the, the best or, or maybe among the best? Uh, like, can you, what, what are maybe a couple that you remember? Well, you know who burst on the scene back right around 12 and 13 was Shamir Little. And Shamir Little won all four of her events there in the sprints and the hurdles. She's out of Chicago Lindblom, and she winds up getting uh, a, a trophy. She wound up, you know, third place on your own. But Shamir has moved on. She's been in Olympic trials since then. And she was always coached by her mother. Lindblom struggled just to get a team together to be able to facilitate having the, the qualifications for Shamir. 
and she went down to Texas A&M. Another one was um, out of Breeze Central. I'm trying to remember. Um, Jenna, was it Jenna Heyman? Heyman? Is that, was Heyman, that her name? Yes. Yes, Heyman. Heyman and she yeah. became a triathlete down at A&M as well. Wow. But she okay. ran the table and got 40 points. So this is in the last couple of years. I remember her, yeah. That, that was an amazing performance from her. I remember that. Yeah. So you get those two and... Uh, you know, the, the individual strong woman, if you will, and like I say, both of them wound up um, being, you know, accomplished, strong, both wind up at A&M That's crazy. And, uh, and burst on the scene. So Schweitzer, you know, gets another year to develop this all up. And I know Todd Boland, you know, I made sure, he made sure I got her name right. I think she was somewhere, <laughs> somewhere in the picture back when we were doing some cross country or what have you. And, you know, he says, Matt, make sure it's, it's Schweitzer to do it, you know? So there's, I won't need any practice on that anymore. <laughs> um, and, um, you know, and then uh, those would be the top, top three now that I can think of in the, in the last seven years. Uh, you also had what, uh, McLean, down in Sullivan, yeah. who helped bring that group up into a third-place trophy a couple of years ago. She, too, you know, made sure she had all sorts of, uh, you know, things together for that final day. Also uh, got Kimbrough. Kimbrough out of Salt Fork is another one. Is it Jenny? Was who, that her first name? Maybe? Yeah, uh, Kimbrough set a couple records in, in those days. So, you know, defending champions come back go from there. And we saw a little bit more of that here. Imani Carruthers out of Chicago Brooks runs the table, I think in the hurdles, um, could have set the record. You know, there were a lot of records within reach. And on Saturday, between the wind and the heat, the humidity, people either couldn't do it or they backed off for self-preservation, which we, we, we saw later in a couple of the 3200-1600 combos. Uh, sacrificing one record for another. Uh, but, uh, you know, those are people I can't ignore at the moment. And I'm, I'm you know, I'm glad I'm able to, to pull this back into memory when you talk about, you know, individuals who became real explosive on the last day. And there's four examples for you in the not too distant past. I think uh, Dalen Schweitzer was within the record on the high jump. She was going at 5'11, and she wasn't far from that 5'11, but she, like you mentioned, kind of pulled back after a rain delay and still had a lot of events to go. I mean, that's conceivable that she could get that next year. She was pretty darn close. And remember that the record is six foot in the stadium, and that was uh, Jelena Rowe from Bloom Township last year, and I actually worked on a couple of high jump crews when she set a six-foot record in the armory indoor, you know, and she set the stadium record at six foot inside of O'Brien, which means Eastern collegiate jumpers on the women's side, as well as any competition, had never hit six foot in the stadium. And here we were going for 5'11 with, uh, with Dalen, and if she had gotten it, I'm sure she would have been tempted to say, hey, let's do six foot, but... I heard it was quite humid, somewhat oppressive down there in the high jump area. Um, as now, I mean, plus it got interrupted by the rain. Uh, certain, you know, competitions were delayed down the high jump area when we had this 11 o'clock deluge uh, that, that changed conditions somewhat down there. But, you know, six foot 
that's the ultimate, what we're seeing right now on the women's side of the IHSA. And you can see how that relates in a collegiate sense as well when we talk about O'Brien's records. Absolutely. Let's look forward a little bit to this weekend. What are some of the things you have your eyes on? We'll start in Class 1A. Well, in 1A, you know, and if I look for local, I don't think our area is going to have uh, a lot of impact uh, from uh, the team score like we saw last last week, even with Mount Zion, you know, winning the pole vault on the girls' side as well and how, Mont- how well Monticello went. Mm-hmm. But on this side, you know, uh, Shelbyville... Uh, with winning a sectional, you've, you've got a lot of people who are going to be there, I think, on Saturday. Ryan Skaronski of Shelbyville, who will be going against Logan Hall of, of Arthur Lovington. Uh, Hall is the wheel, real deal. This is his last appearance. Uh, he'll be going up against his nemesis, Wyatt McIntyre, for the wins in the 3200 or the 1600. Uh, Hunter Woodward of Tuscola. Uh, he won those shot put in the discus, you know, last week out of the mm-hmm. Shelbyville sectional. So a lot of talent coming out of there. I think Warrensburg Latham is your other um, uh, area group. They they came in like uh, I can't believe second or third down at their regional, and uh, with with them, you know. Um, you know, you're you're looking in that uh, 100 dash with DeAndre Lewis uh, ran 100 went 11:02 to win that 100 meter mm-hmm. dash. He was second in the 200. Uh, you also have Jordan Tedford of Warrensburg winning the high jump and the triple jump. Uh, I know that um, Mound Meridian, right, Macon Meridian, Meridian yep. uh, is leading the field in the four by four going into Saturday. They also had a sectional win in the 4 by 2 Yep. Okay? So, you know, you're getting, you know, the groups around town that are uh, the ones to kind of, you know, keep an eye on here. It's going to be some of the smaller schools, I think, that, that picked this up. Uh, Casey Westfield's uh, Kyle Carver uh, out of Newton. And Altamont, uh, Nate Brown of Altamont, was uh, won the shot put in the discus. So uh, these are the folks in the general area, I think, that will have an impact. It'll be fun to watch uh, Logan Hall mm-hmm. next week, almost as much as, you know, with Kenley, Kenley Nettles was last week. That, that's what I wanted to stop and talk to you about is Logan Hall ran an amazing 1,600 at the Shelbyville sectional. He, he won by 150 meters. I mean, it's not far-fetched to think he can win the 16 and the 32. I mean, what, what's it been like watching him for the last three years and coming into his final year? Well, you know, and he, he, he started making his mark out in cross-country. Uh, I thought he was going to take it last fall at Detweiler, and again, uh, McIntyre steps in there, but it's, you know, the, him and his brother, he has a younger brother, that he's, he's kind of pulling along into a running career there out of Arthur. Uh, he's going to U of I. Uh, he's, I've gotten to talk with him. He is, uh, you know, just the most well-rounded kid that um, has, and it's, you know, you do it in a long-distance runner, you're doing it on your own. If we go back to the old loneliness of the long-distance runner, if you will. <laughs> you know, he, he set these standards himself, and I'm glad to see him rewarded. Uh, I, uh, I've got some old Eastern classmates who are on the faculty at Arthur 
and they report back to me that he is he is just a joy to work with there. So it's it's nice to see that story come to where he's got it. You know, it's all within his grasp. Come come when we see him on Thursday, I think in the sixteen hundred qualifiers, and then how he manages the thirty two hundred sixteen hundred on um, Saturday. Absolutely. Wait. You, you mentioned Shelbyville, and Ryan Skaronsky is a very good runner, and you know I think it's just kind of a bad time for him right now because Logan Hall is running on a mission, but Shelbyville is a team, they're not as deep as they had been in the past, but they've got some real horses up at the top with Turner pulling in the hurdles, Kentrell Beck, the standout sophomore, who's you know very good at really everything he does. Shelbyville, they don't have a lot of people, but they have enough people that could score and kind of creep their way up those team standings. Yeah, um, and, uh, you know, it's kind of wide open in the 1A field um, between between them, uh, and then usually you factor in uh, St. Joseph Ogden. You know, some of them are the usual suspects when it comes to the team competition, but uh, Shelbyville's been, you know, very consistent in the girls' side as well as the boys the last couple of years in distance. You know, distance and relays. Uh, we really saw that come, you know, last week with the girls, where for the first time you had two state champions that also had won a Detweiler. And if if you are, you know, working that program with distance, it, it's going to have its payoff throughout the year. And that's what Shelbyville's been able to do, you know, in developing their cross-country program and then have it still hold in place for the track and field season and great great uh, you know uh, coaching staff out there as well yeah led by kevin kramer who obviously is a is a illinois uh, track and field and cross country association hall of famer uh matt statewide in 1a are there any individuals that you're really looking forward to you know maybe outside the area as well well i mean um you've got uh the programs that are you know, uh, coming in for them. And Leo, uh, for Leo Catholic, you've got uh, a, a, a perennial program coming down with a lot of talent in Class 1A. Um, you know, uh, we're going to see some, we're going to see a, an impact on Saturday from Madison. You know, right now we're seeing a lot of dominance out of the, uh, Metro East area across the board, but um, some some other teams for Class One A, uh, Nashville qualified fourteen Oof. this Saturday. Leo Catholic has eleven. Uh, Ducoin and Erie Prophetstown, you know Jack uh, McNabola is uh, coming out of uh, uh, Leo and uh, or on the south side. And he'd, he'd be one of the uh, 1A guys to look for. Um, and even uh, Litchfield is in the mix. They won their sectional title with 141 points. Um, Magus Bogard, who's down in Palestine, uh, won all three distance races. So a little bit out, but still in the area, you know. It's, it's not as, uh, let's just say, concentrated in titles, I think, in 1A but it's like teams and, and what I would call the usual suspects. We got Elmwood Brimfield, uh, again, another power in cross country that's coming in. 
but uh, you know, individuals in Class One A just don't seem to have a lot of um, you know staying impact every year, as we as we see on their total team effect. One of the events that I'm looking forward to in 1A is the hurdles, the 100 hurdles with the 110 hurdles, rather. The Newman Central Catholic kid is very good. I'm drawing a blank on his name. And then we move into the Shelbyville kids, and I think the 100 hurdles could be very good. Yeah, um, let me see if I can pick up something on Newman here uh, as I'm looking at some of my notes, getting ready for tomorrow since we'll see Newman. See, they were out of, I think they were out of Oregon, um, so it's right up the road. Um, it'll, it'll come to me here in a second we get to, but Newman Central Catholic has, you know, a, uh, a significant uh, impact here as we come into the weekend. Absolutely. I, then we, well, our last thing for me in 1A is the high jump. We have Cameron Getz from Meridian, who's kind of climbing and climbing his way up the ladder, and you mentioned him earlier, Jordan Tedford. Those two have gone back and forth in our area all year, and, I mean, it, it's going to be very good on Thursday and then on Saturday. Who else do we look for in the high jump who, who could really challenge those two? Um, you're going to have to – I mean, I'm going to have to go go back and, and see where performance was from last year. Um, you know, again, as we, we – we, I think we've seen some of the limits the last couple of years where we've had, you know, seven-footers and what have you come across. Um Six five six 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 seven mm-hmm. in in the high jump is really going to be the break point for this year. So if you're able to approach that, you're going to be in the medal for sure. Let's, uh, in two A, we'll start in your backyard with Nick Oakley of Charleston. Oh. Probably the best hair in Class two A. He really does. He's got fantastic hair. He turned in a really good. I think it was a four hundred. I believe at sectionals. This kid could really contend for for that first place medal on Saturday. He has, you know, he's the, num- he's the number one in the 800 meters with a 155 last week up at Rantoul. And, uh, you know, there, there's another, you know, opportunity I'm sure he didn't want, but his main competition, a fellow by the name of Josh Cable out of Rochester, um, freak situation, uh, caught in a house fire at the beginning of the month, uh, suffered second and third degree burns. He's getting re- released from the hospital today. He's not there, of course. So now you've got Nick Oakley with a wide-open opportunity to win the 800. And and Oakley's, you know, ace in the hole is this 300 yards to go kick, 200 yards to go kick. He won the sectional up at Hickory Point last October in cross country with a come-from-behind kick and nipped everybody at the line. We saw that again at the indoor mm-hmm. 800 up at Illinois Wesleyan University. And Oakley could barely run a 520 mile when he was in middle school. And this is where he has progressed along uh, in, in the course of his career. But, you know, none to the more so than his season, senior season. He, he has learned how to win. Let's see how that presents itself for him uh, starting Friday when we see him in the 800 preliminaries. He's also in the 1600 uh, as well. I believe he's in that field as well. For kind of our our area here, we have Ronald Reed from MacArthur who's going to get his chance on the state stage. And he's 
kind of you know the Decatur version of, of the Martins in the boys field. I mean, this he's a very good 100. I believe he's the top overall time in the 100 and in the top three at coming out of sectionals in the 200. Uh, he, you know, we saw him at indoor at Illinois Wesleyan, and he did very well there in the 60. I mean, this kid has a chance to really make noise as well. Yeah, it goes that long line of McArthur um, runners as well. I just, I got to, um, uh, you know, help present the uh, diploma for a Bowie, one of the great, you know, Bowie clan who came through Eastern here the last couple of years, uh, you know, uh, when I talk about you know talk about Clevenger as well out of out of MacArthur, but he yeah he is you know as you say in the running here in that in that sprint situation uh, for MacArthur. And then you mentioned Mount Zion won as a team I believe they won their sectional at Rantoul or second maybe they're in the top. Two or three as a team. I, I was down in Charleston. I, I know they didn't win the sectional. No, but they, they, they had a very they, nice showing. They, 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 they did well. Yeah. Harley Russell over in the shot and disc is good, and they Mount Zion's one of those teams. They've got a lot of kids who advanced down to Charleston, and they could make do pretty well as a team. It's also they were third uh, at Rantoul. Um, I mean, with Mount Zion, you've got Skyler Bennett in the long jump. I'm just looking at where you got Harley Russell in the shot put. Um, there's MacArthur in the 4x2 relay, also in the 4x100 relay, uh, factoring out for this weekend. Ronald Reed, like you say, in the 100 dash. John Silva, the 300-meter individual hurdles, another one out of Mount Zion. You know, and, and, I, you know, and uh, like I say, Russell in the shot put. Um, yeah, I mean, Mount Zion, here's Hunter Hardwick in the pole vault at 13 feet. Wait till we'll start talking about pole vault. We're going to see some national marks. There'll be a lot of appendage in, in pole vault. And we know that, you know, with Mount Zion taking the, 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 the girls last week, um, you get to somewhere, you know, uh, north of 13, 14, you're going to get a, uh, get a medal. Yeah, I think the pole vaulter is 3A, the Bloomington kid. I, I can't think of his name. I know he's among the Jack top in the nation. Bradford. Right? If I'm right there, he's yep. out of Bloomington. Yep, yeah. Yep. Now he's number one jump in the nation. We're looking for him to set the record there. And then John Myers, I think, out of Lockport. These are these are the national leaders, and they sit here in Illinois. Wow. And they've, you know, taken multiple titers. But uh, uh, Bradford out of Bloomington is going to go after the all-time mark. We'll see if he can reproduce some of those, you know, the Arcadia-type numbers that he had out west during the season. But yeah, you're right. Uh, you know, Charleston uh, wound up sixth, right behind MacArthur. Uh, Effingham two, as well. You look at that hole; it's almost a, an Apollo Conference, old <laughs> Apollo Big Twelve uh, matchup coming out of uh, that Rantoul sectional from last week. Absolutely, Matt. I appreciate it. I think you know we got to prepare a little bit. Thanks for taking the time to to talk with us, and we'll catch up with you tomorrow. We'll catch up with you, too, as well. Thanks for the opportunity. I really enjoyed this. Hey, you Thanks, bet. Matt. Appreciate it. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow.